new on CuriosityStream. Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Walmart's, Walmart's facing some issues right now, too. They're passing it on uh, down to their suppliers. That's something that we can talk about later. But Walmart's, Walmart's uh, you know, not doing the numbers that they need to do for their shareholders. So they're going to be putting pressure on their, uh, you know, they can't do it to their customers, so they have to do it to their suppliers and staff. Yeah, and I mean, right now, it's a perfect time for something like that because the suppliers just need cash flow. They don't, they'll, they'll give up some profits to keep that, that spigot open, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, this is going to get interesting. I mean, I'll be honest with you. As I'm reading the articles in the news, my positivity is diminishing quite a bit. And, and yep. not, not because the news is negative now. It's because I'm starting to see what is potentially coming down the pipe here. And so I was watching this other interesting video this week, uh, and the guy described it as a waterfall. He, he says, I like to call it the economic waterfall. And Mm -hmm. we're just kind of watching as, you know, the first wave of some bankruptcies kind of fall off the cliff. And then, you know, uh, whatever the next phase is uh, and the entertainment industry, uh, whatever else. He he says it's like it's just like things are at different parts of the uh, distances of the river away from the waterfall and and things are coming off the cliff. So like CERB is going to run out next month. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about evictions are going to be allowed again next month. And we've talked about Airbnb a million times. So anyways, these are all topics we'll kind of get into. But uh, I'm not looking as positively as I was even last week. That's the point uh, I'm going to make. To add to what you were saying there, there was a record number of companies filing for bankruptcy protection. Major corporations over five million dollars worth of debt um, in this last quarter. Uh, since 2009 five and billion five million oh, or, more. Oh, or more okay. five million or more this, this is the type of um uh, bankruptcy protection that these big reitmans you know these really big type there's some cannabis companies yeah um you know big big retailers yeah. uh for protection to reorganize and get their businesses back on track and that's just the beginning i mean those are just the people who are you know most vulnerable i guess yeah so, so we're going to start with a couple of things that just talk to the strong market, and then we'll get into all this other stuff that I believe definitely speaks to at least temporarily a weaker market here in Toronto. But I could be wrong. We're going to talk about what's happening, not what I think. So okay. strong market. So the price of your Toronto home keeps going up defying COVID crisis. The price of your home in Toronto or GTA keeps going mm-hmm. up and up defying COVID crisis. There is no denying that, right? Nope, nope. pressure on prices for sure. Not one person anywhere saying that prices have come down since this thing happened. Yep. 
And so what do you do, right? I mean, somebody said to me, uh, I'm going to wait until prices go down before I buy. Yeah. When did he say that? Like March? No, that's, that's <laughs> two days ago. But people have been saying that since March 12th. Oh, people have been saying that for the last 14 years that I've sure. been selling real estate. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I, I was one of the first people to call a bunch of like platinum agents and say like, who's underwater? What kind of deals you got? And all I got yeah. sent to me was, you know, this guy only wants a hundred thousand dollars profit. He's willing to give up you know, whatever valuation they've given the condo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to pay somebody profit right now. I'm trying to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. But it, so, then nothing ever came up. So the what? The, I guess the main thing is this, is right now if the prices are going up and your neighbor is selling for $700,000, we'll use that as an example, okay? What would it take for you to be willing to sell your house for less money? I'd have to be really desperate to sell. Right? I'd have to You'd be have so desperate that even the appreciation cuz listen as prices go up, technically your house like your the value you your equity is going up, right? Yeah. So like people first, I think you try and pull that out of the house before you sell it unless you want to move, but if you want to yep. move means you probably are okay taking a hit. It, listen, there's so many factors too. Like when did I buy this thing? What did I pay for it? So even if the market does start to change and we start to see a less demand and we have more inventory and all that kind of stuff happens and the market does really, really change going into a buyer's market, you still need to be able to find sellers who are willing to sell for substantially less, sure. right? And sure. at that point, how many people are really going to be saying to uh, a buyer, I know my neighbor got X, but I'm going to be willing to sell for this much because uh, you know, I need to move out of the country or, or whatever it is. I mean, it's a very limited number of people. And Listen. so all the people who are, you know, in those positions, uh, you know, will be, uh, you know, exhausted from the demand of the buyers who are actually out there and, and looking who need to buy, who are actually looking to buy a property and are highly motivated. And the people who are staying off in the higher price points who aren't willing to come down or who, are, who want even more than what their neighbor, they probably just won't sell. And if they're not motivated, they'll just sit on the market and it end up won't selling and they're not moving for, you know, upgrading from a three to a four bedroom or whatever it is. So there's a lot of things that have to happen for prices to come down and, well, and, and our ability. And it's like what percentage of the people that are listing their houses are in that category? Exactly. Right. And is the ability of the buyer um, restricted to be able to purchase your home. That's been the only case right. in any market downfall that has caused major price corrections when there was no longer buyers who were able to buy the homes at the prices that were existing prior. So now we've got record low interest rates. We've got all sorts of, of, of lenders in Canada who are offering different types of financing. They've been, you know, coming up with new ways to be able to, to create, um, to create financing for people. Mortgage applications are at an all time high. I know right now I was speaking to a mortgage broker that mortgage approvals based on the applications are almost at an all time low. So we're getting there. We'll, we'll see. Right. Because there's a lot of people who want to get money out of their house and they went back to work, but they've literally not earned three or maybe four months of their annual income. So the bank is looking at it like, okay, great. You're, you've got a contract. Great. You've got a job, but you were just off for four months. So your net income this year has been reduced by a third. So how are we going to base our approval on you getting the money, right? 
yeah. when if there's a second wave and you lose that income, why would we want to do that? 20% of people aren't paying their mortgages right now through mortgage deferrals, right? Yeah. So it's like, do we really want to put you into that category? Like there's just so many things at play here. So it's going to be really interesting over the next six months. It's going to get very interesting. Um, the other positive article that I found. I took that down the negative road, sorry. Have well, it. but I, you know what? I think, listen, we're both very positive bullish people when it comes to the real estate market but i i think if we're gonna be honest on this show and not just be kind of trying to push our own agendas across uh there's there's some like worrisome potential coming down the pipe and it looks like the only thing that can save that is a government bailout or to landlords to tenants to everybody again like basically extending what they've done yeah they've been doing it well but they're about to cut it all off is the thing right so if they into the wage subsidy side they're trying to get people into the wage subsidy side sure but i are they willing to risk a potential uh uh crisis by switching it over to that when what's happening currently is working and we just got a triple a rating saying like we can absorb this well but that that to me says hey like keep it going like let's go for a double a yeah right (laughs) but keep this thing going because listen if if we just turn off those taps i'll take a a rating if it means that we can keep the party going for longer yeah i get it right um so so anyway so so this other article which for some reason is not popping up on my screen but it basically says that 95 percent of gta housing markets are showing an increase in value uh or price basically in july so that that's good we know this that uh, that's really the only good news that i could really find is uh is this so, so that doesn't mean that it's going to be bad. I'm just, I'm a little nervous that if all of a sudden we have 400,000 evictions going on, coupled with the Airbnb inventory, coupled with, uh, we had, I think, three condo launches this last week, which I don't believe has even happened in peak times. Um sublease market is like uh people are moving out of the city like there's a lot of stuff that are gonna give some downward pressure on pricing for sure immigration is off the the switch is off right now on immigration well so what it says here and we talked about in the last episode is that they've kind of started the express entry invites into canada now they're not letting people in but they're getting people ready to come in when they're ready immigration right now immigration is definitely not happening and even worse uh there was an article here that was talking about uh hold on let me just load it up here uh another canadian real estate headwind international students told to delay plans so basically what they're doing is they're saying hey um we're not letting you in to go to school. We're going to be doing it over the internet. You'll still get your degree from here. You'll still get credits from here. We don't know when we're letting you in, but stay away. 
Yep. I had a tenant give uh, notice two weeks ago um, that they're not coming back and they're going to sublet their room out to another U of T student downtown Toronto. So, it all, so they, but they found somebody or they're just planning to find somebody? Uh, they found somebody. It's not done yet, but the main thing is, is they're staying in their home in Asia. They're going to finish school at home and uh, they're not, they're not, they don't need to come to the unit downtown Toronto Bay and college. So they're going to, they're going to sublet the room and, you know, get their degree the way uh, that the school is offering it, you know? And I don't know if that is, you know, all choice or if it's, uh, you know, necessary, if that's just what the government's. Well, uh, they're saying here in the article that even if you have a student visa, you're not getting in. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's all, I'm sure there's a bunch of political stuff behind that too. Not only COVID safety, I don't know if we want to get into all the craziness that's going on in China right now, but um, I don't want to I don't want to get political, but there's a lot of stuff going on in China right now that will probably well either speed up the immigration like crazy here or Mm. slow it down really, Mm -hmm. really crazily. So we okay. okay, we can get into that in another topic, or maybe we can have a special episode about that because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, immigration is off. There's an article here that says something about like if we're gonna keep this up, basically we need immigration strong because birth rates have fallen. Yep. Yep. Um, not too much interesting in that, but yeah, immigration is definitely off. New on Curiosity Stream. Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.